is this like path that you're going for you? Is there somewhere where you can pivot? Also, the what I'm paying attention to, is it important for me to get to the next step? If it's not, then do I need to be paying attention to it? Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikale Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another beautiful episode. Um, Happy Juneteenth, summer solstice, Father's Day, and full moon in Capricorn. I think I got everything. (laughs) Wow, it's been a super energetic week. Um, You know, with everything kicking off last weekend with Juneteenth, summer solstice, and Father's Day being all like in one weekend, that was already a lot. And then Mercury finally went direct yesterday, I believe it was. Um, but it's still in its in its shadow phase until July seventh, I believe. So it's all systems go, but with a little caution and some care, okay? Um, and that, that that just meaning, you know, it's it's not quite off to the races just yet. Um but we're still in the car. We're on the way there, okay? We're almost to the races. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm curious how you all are feeling emotionally, especially with this cancer season. Um, I'm going to be so honest. Cancer season is not my favorite. Uh, now that I think about it, a lot of the water signs are not my favorite. <laughs> I just, I just became friends with Pisces season this year. And then Scorpio season last year. Yeah. Um, but I do I do love the growth that comes from like the the water and earth energy and like vice versa. Especially as someone with a lot of Capricorn in their chart, which is why I feel like I'm constantly getting my ass handed to me when it comes to like structure and discipline. Um, because earth signs are really great to work with when you're wanting to like incorporate structure, but like with the water signs, it's, it's a lot of like flow and intuition and, and all that stuff that it's, it's a little bit, it's a little more trickier, right? Because you're just having to like trust in a lot of what you're like, what's coming through for you. And a lot of it typically stems around like our emotions, you know, that's really what water sign just the water energy as a whole it's just like flow feeling feeling your feelings feeling into your emotions and um so yeah I think when we do have that that earth and water energy it's like okay how can I create structure how can I still uh find that balance to feel my feelings go through the emotions but then like kind of come back into a a grounded sense of self you know and, and to really like um, kind of, kind of put some, some structure into the fluidity. 
so to say. So, so yeah, it's, it's interesting energy. Uh, and, and last cancer season, I was going through a deep depression and I'm crying like every single day. So I don't know, I could be also shedding some of those emotional memories, um, that may have just been kind of stored in, in my body. Plus, you know, I don't know, just going through a weird transition overall. So I am wanting to capitalize off this um, Capricorn energy because I have so many energy points in Capricorn um, in my natal chart. But just also, yeah, just wanting to um, just just be really gentle with myself and and allow the feelings to come through. Today's already been an emotional day. I've cried twice. <laughs> I've cried twice. <sighs> but it 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 was it was it was bound to happen. Um, I've been I've been pretty kind of I don't want to say I haven't been like you know shoving my emotions down, but just very in my logical mind, very in my like super mental energy, um, and a lot of earth energy as well. And just, just like, you know, mentally going through the emotions, if that makes sense, but not necessarily physically feeling them. So I feel like today that just kind of, it kind of came on through and I just let her happen. So it is what it is. And, and, and I know it's all, you know, for healing and growth and all of those beautiful things. And I'm actually going to talk a little bit about that in a second. Um, but, but yeah, I also want to talk about a few things that I am going to be working through for this full moon in Capricorn, which by the time you guys hear this, it will be the full moon in Capricorn. So today's Wednesday. And so the moon the full moon will be uh, Thursday, June 24th. And for me, a lot of what's been coming up um, as I'm staring at this mantra that I've written out, I am proud of myself because I completed just like really celebrating all of our wins celebrating our small wins celebrating those big wins um yeah that's something that i have to make a practice of is not getting so caught up on big picture goals which which are great and very necessary right but like sometimes you can kind of undermine um those small goals those small things that that create for the space to really be able to focus to continue focusing on the big things right um and then a lot of something else that's been coming up for me is just um feelings of like not feeling good enough or feeling not feeling productive enough to be honest you know and and not feeling like I haven't been doing enough which is why I I, I have this little mantra now I am proud of myself because I completed dot, 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 insert thing. Um, and again, like I said earlier, just celebrating all of our wins because, um, and I think just redefining like how we define productivity, you know, because a lot of things, a lot of times we can be productive mentally, we can be productive emotionally. It's not always like a physical thing. And I feel like that's something that I struggle with sometimes, um, like literally earlier today when I was about to go out for my walk I was just thinking to myself I was like I need I need to like I need something that can track my growth but I but where I can see it like I need numbers that's something my spirit was just like we need some numbers like we need to be able to see okay like 
we did this three times and it got us X result. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm missing that somewhere. Um, and so that was just like a mental note that I took for myself, just like figuring out ways to keep track of my progress and growth. Like, what's the word I want to use? Like numerically, I don't, I don't know what the word is, but it's just like, I'm missing numbers. I'm missing numbers. Like there's something somewhere along the lines, like I need, I want to see numbers. Um, so that's just something I'm probably going to have to sit with, um, over the next few days. And, and then also a lot of some feelings of, um, or I should say some fears of feeling like, you know, my hard work isn't going to pay off. Like I still have this fear of failure that I feel coming up right now, which I know is super Capricorn-y, um, because we're such hard workers and, you know, we're all about like getting the job done. What is it going to take? Pushing our limits, going beyond boundaries. And so like, that's good when it's necessary, but I'm also because I'm coming out of uh, coming out of a, a place just from years of being in corporate America, like that's just every day. I'm really, I really have to be very cognizant of when I'm like doing that just out of like just off of default, as opposed to like when when that energy is really necessary, you know. And um, so yeah, I feel like that's kind of a little bit also of what my little emotional episode was about earlier today. Just feeling frustrated, feeling disappointed. I was disappointed that I was feeling like that. Like that. I was disappointed that like I'm still having to go through these feelings and like having these little these beliefs come up. Which now that I've kind of calmed down, I'm able to kind of like you know reflect a little bit on the situation. It's like it 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 is good. I know in the in the moment, you know, going through those emotional bouts, if you will, it's always like, ugh, why is this still a thing? But you know, in retrospect, I am grateful that it came up because I see now this is something that we need to continue to share. This is something that, you know, I may do like a little burning ritual tomorrow and just really like let that go. Let all of that energy go so I can continue to keep moving forward. Um, and continue to find ways that allow me to be productive, sustainably productive. Ooh, I like that. Sustainably productive. Ooh, sustainably productive. Mm-hmm, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what I'm working towards. So, yeah, and um, that... And, you know, obviously y'all know this is tying into my business because I'm recommitting to my business, which I feel like that's just like a everyday things like you know what works for me what allows me to continue to consistently show up and be of service and feel safe and secure doing that you know and creating space for people and creating sacred space for people to just show up authentically and myself included you know um and yeah and like doing that without like I said earlier putting an insane amount of pressure on myself to get the results and I feel like that's why I'm kind of missing numbers I'm like I'm missing the numbers like what are the results I don't know um but I'm gonna have to channel that energy into something else because I can't you know what I mean I can't have that like fucking with my energy so um I hear me I get me we want numbers we want to see results we're gonna have to channel that energy into something else though <laughs> something um more sustainably productive I love that sustainably productive mm, that just felt good in my heart chakra in my soul that felt good um so yeah Whew, what else? Yeah, still still reading um, The Science of Getting Rich. I play that at least twice a day, and I've been doing that every day um, since I started 
audio reading, audio, listening. I don't know, this whole listening to book thing, books thing, it's so weird to say. So ever since I've been listening to it, whatever, let me not be extra. Since I've been listening to the book, I play it twice a day, so I play it at night while I'm sleeping because I need that shit to get into my subconscious mind. And then I play it consciously while I'm awake, you know, because I, I um, was talking to a friend the other day and I was like, yeah, I like to, especially like, for instance, what I was just talking about now, um, what I've been going through, you know, trying to, trying to trust, trying to not um, put a lot of pressure on myself. Like I'll, I'll go and listen to the book and then I'll, I'll bring that situation into, you know, what the book is talking about just so I can really integrate it in real time, which I find to be very helpful. So um, I'll link the book in the show notes, The Science of Getting Rich. It's really good. I really like it. <sighs> yes, y'all. Just trying to rewrite this narrative. You know what I mean? Rewrite this narrative that once I set a goal or an intention, right? Then I go into like control mode. That's that Capricorn shit. That's that earth energy period. It's just like, oh, I have to control and make sure everything that I do, da, 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 da. And it's like, it can be very emotionally stressful. It can be very emotionally stressful, physically draining, mentally draining, all of that. Because it's just like your control freak just kind of kicks into high gear. And so, yeah, I really get stuck on making sure I get X outcome um, instead of, just trusting my intuition and the guidance that I'm receiving um, will lead me to the outcome, to the outcome that my soul wants me to have. And remembering that whatever the outcome is, is going to be great. It's going to be to my benefit and not to my detriment. So like, that's the part that I'm rewriting this narrative, you know, that even if it's not the goal, it is still closer to the goal than where I started. And that's just as, successful <laughs> that's just as successful as reaching the goal you know um and we just got to keep cracking at it until we reach the goal and, the, and and then eventually that goal is going to be another goal so yeah i'm just really trying to be patient and gentle with myself when it comes to comes to those things and you know i i caution you all to do the same if this is if any of this is you know what you've been going through or struggling with as well it's just, we got to be gentle with ourselves. We have to really like, that's when we kind of have to like take a step back, go a little bit slower. And, you know, I feel like that's still mercury, some mercurial energy. Um, like I said earlier, we, we mercury's direct, but it's not fully direct. It's still in its shadow phase until the seventh. So it's like, you can go, but just pay attention. <laughs> go slow. Don't be out here trying to like zoom. Okay, like a Yamaha, like like Lil Wayne or something. But you know, just just take your time, go slow. On and uh, yeah, just trust, 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 trust. And it's funny because um, <laughs> I was we did a clubhouse room uh the other day in the on um, in the on the cusp wellness club, and so we were it was an intuitive Tuesday, so. Just, you know, I'm um, answering people's questions about, you know, anything that they've been going through, any challenges that they're facing and just giving them intuitive guidance. And, you know, what some one of the people had asked, you know, like, when does it get easier? Like, when does this process of just like, OK, I have this idea, I'm going to go for it, I'm going to implement it or I have this opportunity, I'm going to do it. You know, like, when does that like 
that internal battle of like, should I do it? Like, you know, all the doubts, all the fear, all the worry that kind of comes up, the fear of failure, the procrastination, the perfectionism, like all of those things is kind of like just rear up rare form. And, and it just brings on all these doubts and you just start second guessing every single thing that you do. And, and every, it's just like, it's a lot. And, um, it's funny cause I, now I'm like, I'm kind of going through the same thing and just having to, uh, remind myself just as, just, just like I told, you know, my friend in that room, it's like, it just, it takes practice. It takes practice and, um, practice makes patience, you know? And that's what I was talking about earlier. Like we just have to be so patient with ourselves and as gentle as we can possibly be without, you know, um, allowing the, that ego self to, you know, run all over us, but, but really finding that balance, finding your peace, finding the lesson, finding the beauty of being able to practice and, and just getting, gaining, getting that resilience up, you know, building our resilience up around being patient with ourselves. And cause that allows us to just be patient with, patient with the people around us, patient with our lives, all, all of those things. So it's, uh, it's not the, like the most sexiest answer. I know, you know, it just takes practice and practice makes patience. I, I know like, that's not like a, what, like a definitive answer, but that's just a part of, our individual journeys, you know, and, um, yeah, how, however long it takes me is going to be however long it takes me and however long it takes you is going to be however long it takes you, but all of it's the right time. All of it is going to be, you know, in divine time and aligned and all of those things. And we just have to continue to trust and trust in ourselves, trust in our intuition, trust that our intuition is steering us and directing us us exactly where we want to be that's the thing we ask for these things we want these things and then when we start getting that guidance to obtain the thing we 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 start getting all shaky in our boots you know so yeah we just have to allow ourselves to expand and push beyond those comfort limits push beyond those comfort comfort limits of being stuck and stagnant and being insecure and self-conscious and fearful and doubtful all those things. So I say that to myself just as much as I say it to y'all. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, so this is what I'm going to be huh, integrating, you know, over the full moon, releasing, I should say, releasing and, and shedding, continuing to allow that, that's that ego aspect to shed, you know? Um, and yes. So Okie dokie. I also want to remind you all that my course, Activate Your Soul, Activate Yourself, ow, is launching on Sunday, July 11th. I'm super excited about this next round of cohorts. I love that word, cohorts, okay? Uh, this is a transformational seven-week intensive course with group coaching for my conscious creatives wanting to connect deeper with their intuition and their authentic expression you know? So if you're ready to, you know, get to the root of all the people pleasing, the perfectionism, the procrastination, the self-abandonment, all of those things, you know, that we tend to do to self-sabotage our growth, then go ahead and schedule a free clarity call. The link is in the show notes. Um, or you can text activate to 718-223-3657. Again, that's activate 
718-223-3657. And also feel free to message me on IG at On The Cusp Wellness if you have any other questions. Um, so there is a $250 discount to those who sign up early and pay in full by July 1st. Plus, you'll get an additional one-on-one call with moi. So definitely take advantage of that. That's the beauty of working in small group, you know, in a small group setting. You you get an intimate course experience plus a one-on-one with me to really hone in on those challenges that are coming up for you. Um, and then if you sign up by July 1st, you get an additional one-on-one. So that's really beautiful. Um, so yes my loves. Now, before we get into my interview with my dear friend and fellow multi-creative Crystal Jade, I do want to share um, a message that came through for for me. I did an oracle reading on myself, an oracle card reading. Um, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. And um, I also want to share two journal prompts that kind of came through when I was journaling, like, you know, after the reading or whatever. So I typically, when I do my, when I do my readings, um, I kind of, I, I, because I write so much, writing's kind of my thing, like automatic writing or whatever. So I end up writing out whatever insights come through for me intuitively. Um, and it just helps me to just kind of really just kind of go, go there into the message. And, um, so this is what this is what came through and I wanted to share it with you all so it said the soul wants to move slow and steady there is nothing being taken away from you quite the opposite new insights and desires are being given to you to integrate into the physical body which for you is creating a safe space and home to those wanting to be nourished energetically which is also expanding your emotional development Trust that everything is working towards drawing your desires close to you into your home. Mm. I, after I channeled that message, I was like, well, I'm going to share this on the podcast because I just felt in my spirit that that message was just as much for you all as it was for me. So I hope it, um, I hope it is able to support you in whatever you're going through this cancer season, this Capricorn full moon, summer season, whatever it may be for you that you're, you know, maybe having a little bit of an emotional response to, okay, there's nothing wrong with clearing that emotional space. Let the tears flow, let the anger go, you know, all those things. So the prompts that came, um, out of that message or after I've, you know, um, was journaling after receiving that message were, and I'll also, um, I'll put these in the show notes and then I'll also, yeah, I'm probably going to put these up on IG as well. So the question is, how are you creating abundance from the space that you're in both physically and energetically? How are you creating abundance from the space that you're in, both physically and energetically. And the second one was, what is one thing you've accomplished today and how can you celebrate yourself? What is one thing you have accomplished today and how can you celebrate yourself? So take those with you in your quiet time today on the full moon, um, for the rest of the week, however long you need to work with those prompts. 
especially that second one. I feel like that might be like a little bit of a daily ritual now, <laughs> especially for me. You know, what is one thing that you've accomplished today? I have to, I have to get into the practice of celebrating all of my wins, small, big, medium, all of it. Um, so yeah, spend some time with that over the weekend, see what comes up for you intuitively and feel free to share. I'm curious as to what comes up for you guys. So y'all can slide into the DMs. You can leave a comment, um, on the show post that I put up, um, to correlate with the episode. Uh, what else? Yeah. Reach out to me. Let me know. Talk to me. Talk to me nice though. <laughs> okay. So Today's guest is a dear, dear, dear friend of mine by the name of Crystal J. We've known each other for a few years now and have just been super supportive um, in each other's lives, watched each other grow over the years, creatively and professionally. So I was really glad we were able to sit down and chat about what she's been up to, um, especially in regards to real estate, fashion, event production. I mean, she does all the things. So I hope you all enjoy this discussion. Um, and again, I'd love to hear any insights that you've gained throughout this episode. So feel free to message me on IG at on the cusp wellness or comment on the IG post for this episode. And that's all y'all. That's all. So let's get into this episode with Crystal Jade. Yay, I'm so glad we are able to sit down and talk. I know we've been planning this for a while, um, but it seemed like the stars kind of finally aligned. So, so glad to have you here. So, yeah, go ahead and introduce the people, introduce yourself to the people. Let us know who you are, what you do, everything that you're about. We're curious. We want to know. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, what's up, guys? I'm Crystal, um, born and raised in New York. Um, and I guess I would say that I am, not even I'm figuring it out. I, I'm a creative, but I do mainly, I guess, event production and also like for shoots. And then I do a little bit of like vintage and designer collecting on the side as well. Awesome. How has that been for yeah. you so far? Like just through the pandemic and everything. Through the pandemic, it was nice to kind of like try out because I work at a vintage shop um, here in New York and we're not normally allowed to sell um, while we're working mm. there, but it gave me, um, but the manager or whatever the owner was like, yeah, you guys can sell like, cause it's a hard time, whatever. So I ended up um, selling a few pieces and finding a few pieces and they sold pretty mm. quickly. Um, and I've been doing it, I guess, over the years here and there too. But they ended up selling really quickly. So I was like, this is something that I should just like pursue. I've always wanted to do it. So that is where I guess at my job now, I'm like starting to collect more like, um, like really nice mm -hmm. vintage and really nice designer pieces that will, you know, sell and that are like very, I guess, valuable right, right. to people who care about yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. What even got you like started down that in that direction? So um, I've always been interested in fashion. I went to fashion school. I went to LIM here in New York. And I always knew I wanted to be in fashion. I always knew I loved clothes. Um, but I was like, what aspect? Mm. I went to school for business um, marketing, to be specific. And I always thought I was going to be like a PR girl. Oh. And that didn't. And I love that stuff, too. But I think that whole corporate atmosphere is definitely not for me. I've had enough internships. Mm -hmm to know that that is not my world. So I just wanted to be a part of the industry 
without being a part of the industry, if that makes sense. And I think that selling and being just up on the trends and up on and knowing your history of fashion is like a good way to, at least for mm. me, to stay in the industry and stay um, stay up Sweet. on it. So like when you're selling these pieces, are you, is this like an eBay thing or do you have a website? Like how, how are you selling them? For now, it's Depop. It's all types, but definitely Depop is like where you can get the most mm -hmm. creative because it's like um, Instagram, but for selling stuff. So, um, you know, the pictures come out nice and it's just um, a lot of people are mm -hmm. on there. So it's a better chance of people like finding your item. Mm, cool. Um, it's so funny because like, so I used to be very uh, adverse, is that word, right? Adverse to like, thrifting and vintage shops and stuff like that and I think it was because when I was a little kid my mom got like it was like handed down or or someone gave her like this dress and I'll never mm -hmm. forget it because I just remember like I hated wearing it like it just didn't feel good on my body and it was oh. like the bot like the skirt was velvet and but then like the bodice and the sleeves were like this lace and mind you, I'm like a kid now. So it's not like I have like a, a say and like, I don't want to wear this. <laughs> but right. I just remember being like, I like I just don't like the way this feels in my body. I hate this dress. And I just kept having this feeling. I'm like, I feel like whoever used to own this dress has passed. Like I just, and maybe that is like, that was like my yeah. intuition kicking in as a kid. But I was just like, I just feel like this is like, yeah. someone who's passed this dress. And I like hate it. Like I was like, I will never <laughs> buy like used clothes ever again. Da, 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 da. Like I would never buy used clothes. <laughs> until I moved to New York. <laughs> and then, uh, and well, it's, well, it's funny that you mentioned the whole, um, like, I feel like somebody has died mm -hmm. in this dress because, um, like, even in the store, like, that I work at now, um, we are like, you know, we need to sage it because this is coming from other people's mm. households. It's the energy in the clothes. So if it's coming from a person who's like a nasty person, like, you know, you can maybe like, I don't, I'm not, I'm in, I would say I'm empathic, but like I I don't feel it necessarily. Uh -huh. But all of the clothes, like you know, by one individual piece, but all of those clothes in one <gasps> place is definitely a lot of energy. Wow, I never even thought and about it's it like that. Other people's clothes. Wow. Yeah. So we're always like, we need to sage this place, and then plus people's energy shopping. You know, the store, wow. the, the employees. So we. That's funny that you mentioned that's, that because we're always that's talking so cool about that. Y'all do that though. Yeah, that is so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, like once I got into New York, and like, like thrifting is a thing. I remember because you know, you know where we met at. I don't know if we want to say. Yeah, <laughs> a no, major retailer. We... Okay, we used to both work for a okay. major retailer <laughs> in New oh. in New York. And they're slowly dwindling. So, uh, <laughs> um, but I just remember, I remember you and like one of our coworkers, like. No, actually a lot of our coworkers just like coming in with like yeah. bags of like stuff that you guys thrifted because you went to this like one spot or da 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 da. I, I just remember all that always being like yeah. a topic of conversation. Like, oh, we went to the spot in Queens. Oh, we like it was like a thing. Like people would like go out of their way to like go to these different areas to like buy thrift, buy vintage stuff and things like that. And I was just like listening mm -hmm. to these prices. I'm like, you got that kind of color for how much? Like you got that for how much? Yeah. Like, whoa. And so I finally kind of came around to it and I was like, okay, let me like just take a gander. Um, and yeah, I found some really, really, really good, I've been finding some really good stuff. I remember even like, it's like way back in college, like the first time I actually was like, I'm going to go to this like thrift stop, this thrift shop, it was on um, Broughton Street in Savannah, Georgia. And I was just like wandering around. I was like, okay, let me go in here and check this out. Let me give it a chance. Right. And so the first right. 
thing I ever thrifted that I ever purchased with my own money was a pair of vintage Versace jeans, which I still have to this day, and Ooh. a Burberry t-shirt, which I still have to this day in perfect condition. Like, oh yeah, find. I was like, that's my 25 bucks on both of them. I was like, hmm, just kind of put a pin in that. And then obviously, like, like I said, fast forward to New York, it, it's like a thing. It really is a thing. And it's like, honestly, New York is so expensive to just live and like you need clothes. So it's like, mm-hmm. if, you can get, if you can get nice clothes at a nice price, you got, like why not so exactly that definitely opened up my eyes and, for sure yeah and that's definitely I think what started my vintage journey or like just like vintage or um, uh, pre-owned pre-loved uh, like clothing pre-loved. is like <laughs> <laughs> like is um definitely like the accessibility mm-hmm. like you know I wasn't making much money like I, probably when I first started thrifting it was like my first job I worked at a supermarket mm-hmm. so it's like how much money was I actually making? And um, yeah, that's how it started, like convenience. But then you realize that you're finding really mm-hmm. cool pieces. You're like, oh, is this 70s? Is this 80s? And even like, I love like early, like, 90, like 90s and early 2000s stuff as well. Yeah. Now you can kind of tell the tags are mm-hmm. different now. So it's like, it's just really cool. Um, like, I don't know, a little exploration yeah, through history, but of course. And even like now yeah. it's for me, it's even a thing like when I travel out of the country, even out of the state, I'm like, ooh, let's look at like, like let's go oh. to some thrift shops or let's hit up some vintage spots to see what they have. You know, cause even when we, oh yeah. my God, I still have. When we went yeah, to Europe. So we went to yeah. London, I have that massive leather coat. And I was like, why did I buy this? And I'm like, this is English leather. Okay. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I know I actually just recently sold you know those boots I bought in mm-hmm. Amsterdam I just recently sold those on Depop um, oh cool yeah for like yeah I don't even remember how much I but it was a it was a trek I'm never buying uh never sell shoes online guys <laughs> because it's like forty dollars for Ooh, shipping wee. so it's like what's the point oh wow yeah yeah man it was yeah definitely a trek but you know I'm yeah, learning absolutely absolutely <laughs> like where do you see this going like long term or in the future, I should Long say. Term, yeah, so um, this is recent and, you know, it's it's not even like in the works, but I was just thinking, and I think we were talking about this the other day on the mm-hmm. phone that like, you know, all this time I'm like, you know, I'm going to stay at this place and, you know, at the vintage shop mm-hmm. I work at, guys, mm-hmm. and, um, and like, you know, learn more about clothing, collect some clothing, which I definitely plan on doing. But, you know, when am I going to start mm. or like when am I going to, you know, do it for myself? So I'm thinking maybe next year sometime, like just renting a space for like a month mm. or so with a couple other people who also like either design their own clothes or also sell mm. vintage and kind of like doing a little pop up and seeing how that goes. But hopefully this year will be a lot of like just sourcing and um you know, like photographing, Mm -hmm. like making it look nice and kind of building that brand online. And then therefore the pop-up shop will also be a success because people know about it. So like while you're collecting these pieces, these items, where are you storing them? Um, (laughs) You know, in my room, in my closet, just like my closet looks crazy. I have a, like a bag full of stuff that like I don't mm-hmm. wear anymore that I took pictures in and it's a lot to kind of like take the pictures but then also upload it and like you know do the description mm-hmm. or whatever um and, I, and so I haven't done okay. that so I've taken all the pictures and I haven't done that so 
that's all in my closet. Like I said, I'm just starting to like collect a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff I buy is for me to wear. So, um, so now I'm just starting to collect like pieces that I would actually sell. And um, that, I don't know where I'm going to store. Maybe I'll have to get a storage mm. or, <laughs> or like, I don't know. I have another closet in the hallway. So maybe I'll put yeah, stuff in there. If worst comes to worst. <laughs> If worst comes to worst, if it ever, if I'm busting out the seams in my room, yes. <laughs> then I'll go to the closet in the hallway. <laughs> that is too funny. <laughs> that must, I'm curious to hear about some of your other creative endeavors that you have been on the path of. I know you say you do in, event production. So what has yeah. that been looking like, especially since the pandemic? It's I know. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. So I've been doing event production, I would say, for the last five or six mm-hmm. years um I interned at um uh what should I say yeah why not mm-hmm. Milk studios um and that was like my first introduction well actually I interned in PR and PR and events yeah. kind of like go hand in hand because you're doing events mm-hmm. for clients and stuff like that so that's where I got my first touch and I was like oh I really like that aspect of it as well but um Milk was like my first event mm-hmm. internship and therefore turned into like freelance so that um recently like right before COVID it was getting pretty popping in terms of like so I do production sorry if this sounds like confusing but I do production for events and I just started doing production for shoots right before COVID as well and that was what was picking up and that was like right when COVID hit so there hasn't been much work so I kind of had to like I guess pivot Mm -hmm, in a way mm -hmm. of doing like online stuff more like social media and like marketing stuff which isn't my like forte Mm -hmm. but you know a girl's got to make some money (laughs) (laughs) and I mean I guess it is my forte as my major but it's not what I'm passionate about and um and so events are just starting to pick up we were talking about this this morning Mickey Mm -hmm. um the uh Tribeca Film Festival Mm -hmm. happening this week so um that is like the first fully events and I think they had some like fashion week stuff last mm-hmm. year too but yeah but I guess it's just starting to pick up so we'll see you know with the rest of the year how it right. goes and like what events are available and what positions are available I know you know staff is probably going to be slower to uh, or lower to get the um to not have a ch- as much of a chance of spreading mm-hmm. COVID all mm-hmm. over the place yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow I'm, I'm um, really interested yeah. to see Cause I never got a chance to work at Tribeca Film Festival. Um, literally, COVID kind of put the kibosh on that <laughs> when I was working at Spring Studio. Right. But I, I'm, I, I'm sure, and I'm sure you're gonna tell me. But I'm interested to hear the the difference as far as setup and just the whole vibe and everything, as as opposed to you know the other years that you've done it or the other seasons. I should right, say. definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know how I this is my first today I'm gonna be Mm -hmm. there working it so we'll see how that yeah how it's different and like how they space out Mm -hmm. people and all that stuff um because that's gonna be like a big concern I would even say within the next year and a half of like how they're going to have fun and social events but also make it Mm -hmm. safe for people like I know in Europe this is like music festival though but in Europe they had like little boxes on lawn oh. like where friends could sit in the boxes like on some like I don't know VIP looking mm. situations but it, it looked really cool um I just don't know if that's like 
worth it for how much it probably mm. costs in production. Mm. But, and like, if that's even going to be a thing within the next two years, it probably is just like, oh, Europe was doing better. So they were like, oh, let's have mm-hmm. this festival, you know, better with numbers and COVID. So I don't know. Mm. We'll yeah. see how that goes. Keep me posted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely let you know how it goes. Or yeah, this um, this Tribeca mm-hmm. Film Festival. Um, I was curious as you were, as you were talking about you know the marketing and the PR and stuff. Do you find that those aspects of yourself come through with your like with your vintage shop and your Depop, your vintage Depop shop, um, <laughs> and and um, yeah, I guess I guess more with like the vintage stuff that you're that you're trying to like um, get off. The, I mean, I guess it's already off the ground, right? Um, I mean, not really. Like, I don't, I wouldn't say so many people know about it. I mean, people know that I like vintage and stuff like that. But I mean, I guess on Depop, I have some like, some followers or avid people who like look Mm -hmm. for the stuff that I post, which is nice. Um, so what was the question? I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, um... (laughs) If you find that your like marketing and your business background really comes into play for that. I do. But for some reason, it's so easy for me to come up with ideas for other mm-hmm. people that I've worked for. And like, when we do brainstorms, I'm like, ooh, this would be nice, or this would be nice. And I don't know what it is with myself that it's hard to kind of be like, oh, let me just, that's why I like, when I thought of the idea of like, why don't I just go mm-hmm. for it and do like a little pop-up shop? Like, why did I not think of that? I mean, I have thought of it, but like, why did I think that it was such a, a trek mm. before, you know? So um, yeah, I think, it, it comes a little easier when I'm working for other brands yeah. than my I feel own. Like a lot of people who are looking to kind of venture off and do their own thing, even with myself, like it took me a second to like get into that mindset. Like, like, yeah, like why is it so much easier for me to do, go above and beyond for, you know, everybody else, my other companies and stuff that I've worked for. Um, but when it comes to me, it's like falling flat, flat, not even like falling flat. Cause I'm not even trying, <laughs> you know? Right, so right. it's like, That's but I think, point. yeah, it's just that we've been so conditioned. We have to think like we've been in our respective industries for X amount of years. So it's like, your like your brain is just trained to automatically think in that way. So when it comes to you, it's like, right. oh, wait, what, what are we doing? <laughs> right. No. And also I think, especially with um, some of the marketing stuff that I've done mm-hmm. before and like the brands that they are like those people have so much access and so much money like you know so that it's like when you think of an mm-hmm. idea it's like of course that can be executed mm-hmm. if I want to think you know like because they have right. means but when you think of like the idea that you want like even if it has to be like maybe smaller you're like no but I want it to yeah. be perfect I want it to be this way and I want it to be in this location but if that doesn't work or pan out you're like oh you know you know then it's not gonna be like you like you said you fall flat but you didn't even try so that's why I definitely um and like determined next year to kind of set something and it's so funny that you say that because literally like so I'm doing this um seven day challenge called from procrastinator to proactivator excuse me for that specific reason like to get out of that that perfectionism to get out of like essentially just like self-sabotaging and and so it's been very helpful I should say I would say but that's that's (laughs) like what I found myself in the loop of of like oh if it's not perfect if I can't execute it to like my like most finite detail that I see in my head then like I don't want to do it even though in my heart I know that I still want to do it but it's like just kind of like cutting yourself off before you before you even get a chance to start yeah 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 
yeah it it it's that I don't know that like maybe a little self-doubt or whatever Mm -hmm. it is um and also just like comfortability because you know you're comfortable you know right now I'm I'm very comfortable where I'm at um but you know it's like we were talking about you know it's about challenging yourself and like am am I do I want to be like this in five Mm. years if not what are you going to do about that you know so that's what I was thinking because I was like you know what Crystal you've been saying the same thing for (laughs) a few years now and yes you know before COVID I was advancing like I was saying I was getting the most Mm -hmm. work I've ever gotten before COVID but that was more like production work but I'm talking about my own personal creative pursuits you know and I'm very passionate about production and I would love to be able to create my own events mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But that's more of like working for somebody else, even though I'm freelance and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm, I'm on my own right. time. Uh, what do you want to do creatively mm-hmm. to advance yep, yourself? Yeah. And to give you a little bit of credit, you were doing your own events. I came, I came to a couple mm-hmm. events, okay? You were doing yeah, it. Yeah, you were yeah, definitely yeah. doing I- it. <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, 2020 is going to be my year. So guys, I don't know if this is ever going to reboot, but I would love it to. Um, created this like monthly party called Discotech at JJ's Hideaway in Williamsburg. And I don't know if JJ's Hideaway is even still open. Oh, that's me. such like, a good the point. Just not, I know. Like Kinfolk, like, R.I.P. Our favorite place right across the street. Kinfolk, our favorite yeah, R.I.P. Like, Kinfolk yep I yeah so that I love the nightlife too in terms of like production because mm-hmm. you know I like to party and drink <laughs> and dance um so that was something that I was venturing in but we'll see how that mm-hmm. goes within mm-hmm. the next year yeah, and a half yeah, you know yeah, for sure for sure so you haven't I don't think you threw this out in, in the beginning but I'm, I'm gonna tie it on in so we talked about your, yeah. vintage, your love for vintage and you know and I totally support that I think and I even just like over the years and and I feel like when was the last time we saw each other I feel like the last time we saw each other when I did that shoot for your mom and you had on this beautiful like pleated like this sand color like pleated who was it please please (laughs) yes and I was like this dress is so beautiful so I was like I've really been seeing your like your fashion transition and like I, I'm start. I was starting to like be able to really understand why you love it so much you know what I mean so hit on the yeah. vintage spot and and you know uh bringing that up and and then we also talked about your your production background so i am curious because yeah. like i said i'm thinking mention this how does real estate tie into all of this okay so my mom is a real estate agent she's been a real estate agent for maybe six or seven oh. years um yeah so she kind of I think I'm yeah, I definitely I probably forgot you. maybe you forgot but you no know, it's okay um so yeah and I've always loved that show like um what's it called uh like flipping houses or something yeah but like no million dollar listing oh, that New is York, a good show. or any of the million dollar listing love all of them I actually rewatched all the seasons during mm-hmm. COVID because we had all that time mm-hmm. um <laughs> but I okay so my real estate ties in because I believe that people especially people of color Mm -hmm. should own property and I think that we should infiltrate every industry Mm. that allows you to build generational um, wealth (laughs) what they call uh, generational wealth so 
I definitely I have a real estate license. I I got it in October. Um, woo. Yeah, congratulations. And, um, thank you. And I I've been I've been I went to uh, school for it in 2019. Then I took the test, didn't pass. I took the test again, didn't mm. pass. And then I took it last October and wow. passed. Um, and it was, you know, it was really nice, a great accomplishment. And I just think it's important to know the ins and outs of industries mm-hmm. that will make you mm-hmm. money in your sleep and that will make you money over the years without you even having to like put mm-hmm. the hours in. So that is why I do real estate because uh, I want to be in the know. So that is like something that I've been putting my main focus on mm-hmm. this year just because everything's been so restricted. So along with like being at work, maybe collecting vintage pieces on the weekends during the week, I might, like from Monday through mm-hmm. Thursday, I am doing real estate. And that's what I've been doing for like since January mm-hmm. of this year. How's that journey been so far? Yeah. It's been great. I think I'm learning a lot. Um, I want to get more into sales, but don't we all? <laughs> so I just got to meet that like perfect person. But right now I'm doing rentals and it's a journey. It definitely is like not for the like is it mm-hmm. faint of heart. I don't know. Or like the, e- the easily uh, gave right, right, away. Right. Like I am, you have to be determined. And, you know, I think the, they say the first or like most real estate agents quit in their first six wow. months. And like, I don't want to really, be that that's how that's the, girl. that's how short it is. Wow, not even a yeah. year or six months? I think it's within the first six wow. months, maybe a year now that you say that. But still, I'm like, you know, you have to, first of all, have the means, which I'm so lucky to have my parents mm-hmm. here. I know a lot of people who come to New York are not from here. So, you know, I have that. But you have to have the means and you have to have the determination mm-hmm. and the contacts. Like a lot of people who are doing like, you know, million dollar deals had those million dollars mm-hmm. to begin with. And and not everybody, but I'm just saying a lot of those people had the mm. access to those people. Mm. So, um, so yeah, uh, I I definitely am excited about learning on that journey. I, how that's going to blend with everything I mm. want to do, we'll mm-hmm. see. But I right for right now, my main focus, I guess, is like has been real mm-hmm. estate. Mm. So yeah, we'll see. Any <laughs> any uh, real estate people that you look up to? Like I recently just got introduced to. Um, and I mentioned this in, in a prior episode, but I just recently got introduced to yeah. um, Grant Cordone. Like I had heard his name uh-huh. like, uh, quite a few times, like in clubhouse rooms and stuff that I was in. And I was like, who yeah. is this person? I think I finally looked him up on Instagram and I was just like, oh my goodness, this person is amazing. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, do you know anything about him? And like, what's your take on him? I actually don't know too much about him. Um, is he like a real estate agent? He's like a York, mogul. Or? He's like a billionaire. No, wait, what's Grant his Cordone. Name again? No, I have Yeah, he's like a real estate no, like I've never heard of him. mogul. <laughs> Let me Google him. <laughs> no, no, he's like Grant Cordone. Mm-hmm. He's very, very interesting. interesting. He's like he's like he reminds me like do you know who Tony Robbins is? No. Okay, so he, Tony Robbins he's is like a a um no holds bar uh motivational speaker. So he like yeah, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've so heard of him. I I he gives me that kind of vibe. He's like, this tells like it is, like very forward. Um, but but you know, he has a a passion to like really teach people the ins and outs of real estate, why people should be investing in real estate, um, and things like that. And so he has like a whole course and you know, all the things that 
most people do after they've been in the industry for X amount of years and they have like so much knowledge or whatever. There's like courses and memberships and all these yeah. things to help educate people on on why they should be investing or working towards like, you know, getting investing in real estate properties and things like that. So something my mom has been talking about a lot. And, and so I, I'm definitely curious and I definitely want to eventually get to that place where um, I am right. also investing in real estate. But you do have to focus. You, know, you have to like get one thing, kind of mm-hmm. get the ball rolling one thing, then you can like hop over to the next thing. So I feel like for me right now, my exactly. focus is like building up my business. So that way I can use that income to start, you know, investing in real estate or whatever else the case may be. But mm-hmm. no, I'm definitely very, exactly. I, I'm on the train. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe like the last, I might be the caboose, but I'm on the train. I'm definitely right. like, You're I, on the I, train. I for sure, hundred percent understand. Yeah, I think everyone should definitely, if you're not interested in real estate, you should ask yourself why, because I mean, I know, especially in like these big cities, Mm -hmm. like it's become impossible where like only millionaires can afford like real estate, which is kind Mm -hmm. of sad, but you know, there is a way to kind of um, infiltrate those spaces, whether it be like, oh, you start in Texas and buy something Mm -hmm. and then you you build that out, sell that, use that money to buy something in a bigger mm-hmm. city. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's so many ways to do it. Not that I'm looking to buy anything anytime soon mm-hmm. either, but I am in the industry just wanting to learn the ins and outs mm-hmm. and doing a couple of sales first um, before I even think about uh, where mm-hmm. I want to move, where I want to live. 100%, 100%. Um, um, yeah. But I definitely am going to look at no, that guy. No, yeah, you totally <laughs> should. Like, he's, yeah, he's pretty fascinating. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I've been following these two women who are um, uh, real estate agents in New York, uh, Charlie Webb and okay. this other woman named Kemba Buchanan. Okay. And yeah, they're, you know, just like women doing well in real That's estate. Awesome. And we yeah, love it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. How, um, was I going to say, as the research that you've done so far, have you seen a lot of people of color? Well, I know not a lot, but like, have you found those people you're like, oh, okay, like I look up to them. Oh, okay. I like, I like their path, their journey, how they do things. Um, I wouldn't say I've seen Mm -hmm. a lot, but, um, I do have my certain people that I look to when I'm like, you know, I, you know, you know, they're my inspiration, but, um, there's a girl, there's this, uh, um event production agency called um the vanity Mm. group which I actually um I wouldn't say I wouldn't know if it's stupidly because it wasn't really my path rejected a full-time job Mm -hmm. from (laughs) because it was a uh this was last year like right when we started opening Mm -hmm. things up like when I started working on my part-time job again um they offered me like a full-time job as a uh what is that called when you like do all the paperwork like assistant like assistant yeah something like that but I guess it, I would be in proximity but I knew events wasn't mm. happening so I wasn't like I was like how is that going to benefit me other than like me just like making people mm. schedule so I just like didn't think that that was the best for me and you know it happened for a reason me not taking it but anyway there's a woman and I don't I don't remember her name forgive me but her she uh created the vanity okay. group and the vanity group she was black owned by her and I don't know her name I can look it up right now but um she does the like you know the white party that Diddy mm-hmm. does all the time every year she started like producing that and she's produced so many other um 
events. I think her name is uh, Kimberly. No, no, not Kimberly Foster. Never mind. <laughs> um, she, but anyway, she, uh, Kimberly Foster is someone else I also look up to who has created like a, a media platform mm. of like, like just four black women. Um, it's called For Harriet. Oh, okay. If you've ever seen on YouTube. Yeah, but um, she's a Harvard uh, dropout. Love wow. that for her. <laughs> yeah, and like she's just really cool. But back to the vanity group. Um, she just inspires me that like a woman could like own an mm. event production property because usually you know we're always working under somebody or working under those people who work mm-hmm. under. So for her to be the CEO of her own company and to be such a the producer of such a big iconic party like the White Party. Um, and have those mm. contacts because I think she worked at um, she might have worked at Diddy's uh, like group whatever mm-hmm. that is um, Revolt uh, you know no uh, not Revolt it's like what he created before oh, okay. like in the early 2000s yeah she worked there Bad Boy and Entertainment the Vanity Girl. Yeah. Bad Boy yeah I think she worked at mm-hmm. Bad Boy exactly and then that's how she kind of got those contacts so I think you know I'm not I'm I'm a big advocate of maybe working somewhere for a couple mm-hmm. of years and, and getting those contacts. So I don't definitely tell anyone to not do corporate work, but personally, I mm-hmm. can't deal with that environment. So I definitely wouldn't tell anyone to not do corporate. I think corporate is beneficial. You meet the, the contacts. If you, you know, you're in the industry that you want, you meet the contacts mm-hmm. that you need to get where you want to go personally. And I think I've done that. Like, you know, I've, I mean, even though it was mostly internships and freelancing, like, though I didn't I've never worked at a corporate mm-hmm. job um those corporate environments are definitely beneficial yeah they provide a, a lot of structure even even the corporate environments that have no structure still have some sort of structure <laughs> <laughs> yeah like oh we need this in yeah, by 4 yeah. p.m if you don't have that in by 4 p.m yeah you know, very true you're done, you're for. done for. <laughs> you're very 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 true oh you're very 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 right yeah um yeah <laughs> So I'm also curious to hear some of the the um, challenges you've had to face, man, in all of your industries. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I saw the questions that you sent over and you said something like, what have you realized? And a lot of, I mean, I would, I would say that, like, what have you realized over mm-hmm. 2020 and um and I would say that I have been through struggles, but it was something, it was struggles that maybe if I knew, if I was fully, um, if I was fully sure of myself mm-hmm. that I wouldn't let bother me, it was like, it, it was a lot of like people, like whether they weren't giving me like, you know, even just like a word in edgewise in terms of like, you know being able to work on a project mm-hmm. or trusting me to do whatever and I was like I would go home and rant to my parents and that's okay but as long as you can go in the next day and kind of like turn it mm. back on it's like I realized being in those environments they it's a bit toxic but what you need to do is do the work and just focus on the mm-hmm. work we can't change other people's perspectives we can't change what's the phrase that I always use you can't change other people you can only change your reactions Mm -hmm. to them so if this is an industry that you want to be successful in you know you know sound out that noise and um do the work to your best ability which I did most of the time but I'm such a people person and I really like to like the people that I do Mm -hmm. work with 
that it was hard for me to do my work well and then also not like the people that I was <laughs> doing mm-hmm. the work with. That yeah. makes sense. So, or like just not be liked, right, them, right. you know, or, or people not really even taking the time out. Cause like as a person of color or black woman in this industry, um, it's a lot of people don't take the time out to be like, Hey, how's your mm. day going? Well, you know, past, past a Hey girl in the office. Like I never got anything really past yeah. that. Like there's, you know, that there's very few people that I've stuck with or like that I'm close with that I've like interned with or freelanced with because you know people aren't I think in general people aren't really uh want to get to know who Mm -hmm. you are unless you can do something for them Mm, wow (laughs) that's how I feel but you know and so maybe I'm being a little too honest (laughs) no 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 (laughs) so what really helped you kind of like shift out of that that mindset or shift out of having those experiences essentially or I guess re look re I guess reframing the way those experiences affect you yeah I think it's the me wanting to really be successful me focusing on work that I really do Mm -hmm. love and just also um how we've talked about this but I've become very into the whole like you know meditating Mm -hmm. and spiritual realm over the last year so I kind of have to be above anything that is too like uh too like detailed just like I need to be on my like path Mm, and my mm, focus mm -hmm. so if anything is like steering me out of the way like you know shit talking or 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 like a a bad comment you know I need to be like that girl's having a bad day like I can't entertain it come home have it on my heart and come home and rant about I can rant about it sure like I still love to (laughs) to gossip here and there with my mom we love that but um but in terms of it actually meaning something Mm -hmm. to me at the end of the day it can't if I want to be Mm. successful so a lot of a lot of what or advice that I would give to people who um who are in that mindset of oh I keep getting no's or I keep you know, I'm doing the best of my ability, but I'm not getting noticed. A lot of it is, is this like path that you're going for you? Is there somewhere where you can pivot? Also, the what I'm paying attention to, is it important for me to get to the next step? Mm. If it's not, then do I need to be paying attention to it? Wow, I love <laughs> so, that. Yeah, so that is what I've noticed in not only like, you know, the retail job that I work at, but real estate, hey, like, I text you twice and you're not messaging me back for a showing like okay well on mm. to the next person who's also looking for mm-hmm. an apartment you have to just keep going and it seems insensitive or when people were saying that to me I felt like people were being insensitive and not but this is how I feel it's like and I don't even want to say it's not about feelings like your feelings are valid and definitely like stick yeah. in them and like but like once that's over you're like you have to be like well crystal or whoever like what am I what do I do Mm. next like you know I can't be sitting around thinking about this all day Mm. I love (laughs) that yeah no that's we ain't that the (laughs) truth ain't that the truth it is because I spent too many years of doing that you know where I've noticed that that is not um it's not productive Mm -mm. Mm -mm. like the number one way to like demotivate you 
Yeah, yeah, because, you know, like, you know, it's past, you know, I would always say like, oh, this industry is super racist. And mm-hmm. it is like, that's the truth. That is a very like, true valid point. But it's also, well, there are people who have like made it past the racism mm. or like, let your talent show through the racism, because there's always going to be haters in every mm-hmm. aspect or this, you know, they don't like you because your race, don't like you because of your arms, <laughs> like whatever it is they're gonna always hate you so like or you know even think of like not even your haters just think of like you know people the people who do Mm -hmm. support you and the people who do like your miss your mission and what you're uh you're about so you have to think of both ways and and yeah what um so what does your your spiritual practice look like you said you're kind of in that realm and field now Yeah, so I don't know. Like I, I'm learning every day because it is fairly new. I guess I started like last um, okay. summer, kind of just being like, well, what does it look like if I listen to some, some affirmations? Because mm. I was, I wouldn't say I wasn't in the best place. I just didn't know, you know, being in COVID and like doing the same mm. thing every day. You were just like, where's my direction? Mm. Like, you know. So like, I like was listening to some affirmations, and then I kind of was like well, what would it look like if I had like a morning routine? So then I um, started listening to affirmations every morning and then maybe doing some stretches. Mm -hmm. And now I have like this whole routine of like, it switches up sometimes, but like I'll read my horoscope in the morning. (laughs) I will- Gotta start with the astrology. um, Gotta start with that. Um, See how the stars are doing today. (laughs) Am I gonna cut someone today or (laughs) is someone gonna, you know, make me smile? So what's going on? um so there's that and then oh happy um, new moon by the way uh, today's a new moon happy new moon is <laughs> yeah. it really already and there was a solar eclipse this morning so i was trying fast. to catch it i was trying to catch it um <laughs> that's my two o'clock alarm <laughs> i was trying to catch it i was like looking up looking up but it was it was a beautiful it was like a sun supposed to be like a sunrise eclipse it was really early in the morning or whatever yeah um but no, oh, it was wow. definitely a beautiful sunrise and now it's like it's kind of cloudy outside the sun's not even out I know I think it may come out a little bit later hopefully but I this week went by so mm-hmm. fast I knew it was a new moon this week and I was like oh yeah in a couple of days in a couple of days this is a couple of days it's Thursday <laughs> yes. oh my god crazy but um so yeah horoscope mm-hmm. um then I listen to some like frequencies or mm-hmm. whatever like um there's this album I really like I'll go on I'll look sure. right now um and it's like it's it's for meditation and I'll just be quiet for like mm-hmm. two minutes, which is hard <laughs> for me. <laughs> but um it's called what's this? Oh Karayo Car- is the artist, Carayo, I believe. Okay. But yeah, and then the album's called Songs in the Key of Ooh. Earth. And it's like just songs, it's like very me- melodic mm-hmm. songs, but they'll have like nature sounds in the mm-hmm. background. It's very nature sounds calming um so I've done that and uh and then I'll listen to another like thing of affirmations and then I'll maybe do some stretches Mm -hmm, if I mm -hmm. feel like it and then also just like uh incorporating the gym into my um my like daily Mm -hmm. routine is just I mean I don't do it right in the morning sometimes I do it at night but like it's just so such a good release um and I think that everybody should have their own outlet um, you know, outside of work or what what your future goals are, because if you're just focusing on that, 
which I've no, I just recently noticed maybe within the last mm-hmm. three days, like if I'm just focusing on what I want to do in life, like, and not actually enjoying life, like nothing is going to get mm. accomplished because I'm like so stressed on whether it's going to work or not. So yeah, you definitely yeah. have to have those moments, those breaks, those pauses where you just kind of step back. Um, yeah. And do something that you do something that, like you said, that's kind of allows you to release any stress, any anxiety, any fears, whatever they maybe have like building up tension, all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, channel it into yep. some fun. Um, ooh, does I just had this question pop into my head? Do you feel like you're? Do you because you're such a, a multi-creative, right? Do you feel like when you are getting kind of bogged <laughs> down in one industry that you're in, that the other two industries are kind of able to like come in and be that outlet or? When you like when you're stepping back, are you stepping back all the way together, like from everything? No, that's um, like a really valid and uh, great question. I so like I said, my main focus, I guess, has been um, real estate mm-hmm. this year. So I guess yeah, when I'm feeling like I'm just focusing on real estate, or oh, I didn't get that deal, or whatever it is, I'm like, you know what? Like, what's going on with like, you know, the vintage mm-hmm, world mm-hmm. or whatever? Like, let me go like thrift Mm. today and like get some see if there's anything that you know is worth uh collecting today or picking Mm. up you know and yeah I'll do that I I felt like there was a moment where I wasn't dealing with fashion or like production Mm -hmm. at all and um you know I I kind of felt sad about it because I was like you know I can't but but I guess I am trying to figure out now like like you said how to kind of like go to each or how I'm making like production and fashion kind of like my outlets while on my main focus right now is mm, real estate mm. so yeah so yes I, I am trying to do that <laughs> awesome 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 so we are kind of coming up on our time so I have one yeah. last question uh that just came to me what advice Shoot. This is a three-part question, technically. What advice would you give okay. to people who are wanting to get started in vintage collecting and maybe eventually have their own vintage shop? Um, and what advice would you give to that person who's wanting to break into event production? And then what advice would uh-huh. you give to the person who's maybe interested in getting involved in real estate? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, I think with the vintage, um, which I didn't mention this this whole podcast, but you know, vintage, I think everyone should try to get into because our earth, like, you know, like it, it's saving mm. our earth. We're like recycling clothes. And I just think that that's a really big part of the reason why a lot of people are doing mm. it today. I'm not a huge like millennial save the earth type mm. of person, but I do try when mm. I can. And I think that clothing is where, where I play my part. So I think that that's a big point. Um, so even if it's like you're, if somebody is like really into, um, you know, saving the earth or something like that's where you can start mm. is like, is like collecting clothes. But if you're trying to get into the industry, I think start collecting with stuff that you like, like stuff that you like, maybe that you would want to wear, but maybe you only wore it a couple of mm-hmm. times. Sell it on Depop, see how that works. I don't advise anybody to spend, you know, 500 or more dollars on a bunch of inventory Mm -hmm. and see seeing how it goes (laughs) you know like that is just what I don't advise I think it's something that you gradually do and some people do do it like some people go to thrift stores and buy a bunch of stuff and Mm -hmm. price it up on Depop 
and you know it works for them but I think if it's something that you want to be build a brand like you know you kind of have to be like well what what is my brand like what what is that brand that I want to portray out there with these clothes Mm. that I want to sell so um I think that that's part of it and then with uh event production so I wanted to be in I I don't I think a lot of people who get into event production maybe wanted to be in fashion Mm. like I wanted to be in fashion I thought I was going to be like at first like a designer then a buyer like all these industries that we don't know Mm -hmm. exist so I think if you're like if you want to be in that kind of industry at all there's also like music event production like you know like there's for concerts which I've also done um so if you want to be in any of entertainment kind of look at the back jobs and the background jobs and see if any of those interest you but personally into event production look at production like PA gigs like uh production assistant um event coordinator Mm -hmm. stuff just to see if you like that because that's where you get the nitty gritty of like dealing with all of the um operations and logistics of the Mm -hmm. event you don't you don't get to enjoy Mm -hmm, the event mm -hmm. so you have to know that you actually love that I personally love seeing something come from zero to a hundred within a couple weeks that I plan it and knowing that oh hey that vendor that I hired like I looked them up and like Mm -hmm. you know it's really cool that that you see all of that in one space and that you were part of that so that's the thrill for me when it comes to that type of production when it comes to shoots um uh like shoot Mm -hmm. production and like all of that stuff uh also look up PA gigs um and like because that's more of like the fashion like casting uh like editorial side and that's fun too it's a lot of fun um I would look up like casting agents production agencies and like just see if they need PAs and like cold email people Mm. guys cold email that's how I got a lot of my gigs and also knowing people but cold emailing is like where I've gotten most but I also was able I think people saw my resume and was like oh okay like you know so build your resume with internships I know a lot of people you know need to make money in which they should start paying interns for sure with how expensive this world Mm -hmm. is getting but you know we'll we'll see how that works and then the third question um real estate if you want to get into real estate first start by going to the class see if you even like what this lady's talking about you or whoever is talking about go to the class you can go on Groupon, pay. I paid $250 for my class, but it normally is like uh, $500 to $1,000. Yeah, but I paid $250 because it was on Mm. Groupon or whatever. So look on Groupon. If you're you're not sure about it, definitely go on Groupon. Um, Take the class, see if you even like it. Take the test, um, study real estate. What aspect of real estate do you even like? You know, like see if you want to invest more, maybe you don't even need your real estate license or if you want to sell properties and like you know schmooze with Mm -hmm. people of like a a certain caliber then maybe get your real estate license because that's what it is like I haven't been able to experience that Mm -hmm. part of real estate yet because of we've been so closed but like even today I got invited to some networking event for real estate Mm. and it's like that stuff's gonna start opening up and that's where you'll meet your clients I think I do the best with like interacting mm-hmm. with people and like talking to people so I think hopefully when we open up that that's when I'll um you know start getting all the deals awesome. <laughs> thank you for sharing yeah that was some good pieces of wisdom yeah really
I yeah. hope so. And I hope, um, yeah. And thank you for having me on. You know, I never really love talking about myself. I know you guys probably couldn't um, tell by how much I'm talking. I was talking in this interview. <laughs> But I don't really like talking about myself. I like talking about what I am mm-hmm. passionate about, I guess. So that was, this was the perfect awesome. interview for it. Well, let us know where we can yeah. find you, social medias and all those beautiful things. Yikes. Um, I'm sure Mickey will put it in her post, but you can find me at Crystal Jade on Instagram, TikTok, because I post a lot of apartments mm. on TikTok. Um, and then, um, my like vintage shop is called heaven on earth, um, New York. Uh, that's the Instagram for it, but crystal Jade, the A's are V's. So very confusing, but I'm sure Mickey will have all of that down on the bottom. Um, thanks Mickey. Absolutely. It was my absolute pleasure. And I'm, and I got something out of it. So I know someone else got something out of it so yeah thank you for waking up early with me (laughs) of course oh my god I am literally a zombie so I'm always up and this was great like I'm actually doing something with my time (laughs) I'm about to go jump into work get our day started have fun (laughs) yep I'm about to head out get dressed well thank you thank you thank you so much love and um it was such a pleasure having you and feel free to come back anytime keep us posted on your all the beautiful wins and happenings with all of your businesses (laughs) oh stop yes it's very (laughs) you know Uh, I like to speak it to the future so i know that these are going to be your yes, businesses so thank you welcome, my love. <laughs> all right yes good luck to you as well and i will see yes. you soon hopefully bye babe bye thanks for listening to this week's episode if you like what you heard today please subscribe and leave a rating or a review now don't forget i'm picking the best review at the end of the month and giving that person a free 30 minute energy reading so Be sure to leave a review for the chance to be selected.